0: Welcome to the Imaginal Podcast. This is a place that protects and explores what we need to actualize our uniqueness. And like the caterpillar who carries its butterfly blueprint in its imaginal cells all the way to the chrysalis and then melts into liquid before it transforms, we too have an inner knowing that can tell us how to make our wings. Hello, it's sauce. How are you? Gosh, I'm a, I'm a little tired. I don't know about you, but I think it's something about the changing landscape and the unknown months. and here in Los Angeles. I'm recording right now in the summer of 2021 and our COVID cases with the Delta variant are spiking. And I think just the unknowing and and the opening up and then the restrictions and the cautions and the, I just don't know if we all know how much of an impact the grief and the sorrows and the fear and then the Beauty and the changing evolutionary stuff that's happening. It's just so many different, very different things that some of it we have no reference point for. And certainly some of the things we do have reference point for, we're experiencing it in different ways. And now we get to do some things we haven't been able to do, but yet. Yeah, I think there's something about fear or grief that, even though we've we we are really resilient and overcomers, and we band together, and there's been so much beauty amidst everything. Um, there's also, I think, just been so much that we can't process in real time. And I think for me, I um I feel a little tired, but. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for asking. (laughs) I digress. So today I wanted to talk about self-worth. But before we move into that overused term and our knowing of it, this this episode goes out to all of the evolved people, all of us, all of you, all of whom feel like they've been working on their self-esteem for years, if not decades, and have been very aware of how important that is, and even lauded it, um, instilled it in other people. And you know how important it is to know our own worth as beings and as humans. And so what I want to do is... Dedicate this episode to everyone who still accidentally puts their worth in something silly. Even though it's really not silly, because if it was, we wouldn't be carrying it along with us for so long, right? There is some subconscious and sometimes conscious predatorial voices and tapes that we run through our heads that dictate the way that we experience things, and that make us modify our behavior, um, paralyze us, so many things. And it can really go unrecognized, especially if it's been in an area that we have are so familiar with because it started so long ago, maybe in childhood, and we just have a mantra or a belief. And we don't even know it's hanging out with us again. And so today I ask you to pay attention to those times when there's something in your head or in your thoughts, or even not formed in thought, but that you're responding to. When you've actually put your worth onto that thing for a second, because you know your worth doesn't change, right? I know you know this and I know you've told other people that and that you foster that belief for other people. But let's see what is still hanging around for all of the people, all of you. I know you're evolved and I know that you've probably done a lot of work with therapists or coaches or red or your parents or so many different roles that you may have taken to foster this with other people. But let's take a look and see if we can continue to weed out those things that keep us just a little bit more exhausted or tired or we're striving or proving or paralyzed. There's so many different ways it can show up. And I think this can be really part one of who knows how many episodes. I'm sure it'll weave its way into other episodes. And it actually was a part of both of my interviews with Raffaella and with Daniel. These types of of things show up and it's so worth it to identify and separate and to begin to break free from something that was never meant for you to carry. And just, just to be a little meta, it's funny because It's funny. It's funny because there's something that's plaguing me right now as I'm recording. And that is that I can hear myself pronouncing consonants and just a few few different ones, like F, That (laughs) there it goes again, and S's and B's. And you probably noticed, you probably either don't care or you would never say anything, but... What's so interesting is that no one would know, like someone might notice that I have a little bit of a speech, speech I have some speech issues, and, and some might not. But I am, I'm actually in speech therapy. Look, I'm kind of having a hard time getting this out because I think it's a sensitive area for me. So why not dive right into it? I wasn't planning on it, but it's case in point. So I had some surgeries, and this is a whole different story for another time. I won't get into it right now. But the bottom line at the moment is that I am going through speech therapy to undo some physiological things that I've had since childhood that I, was fix- that I-, that I had surgery for. And so at the moment, I actually can't even feel my bottom lip or chin very well. And so I don't always know when I'm hitting my F, (laughs) see? (laughs) And and also I had maladapted ways of of speaking because of physiological problems. And so I am completely relearning how to say every consonant and vowel. And S's are particularly hard for me. And that is very tricky when your name is sauce. (laughs) And so anyways, as we're talking, if I'm not really paying attention to how I do my S's, I have habituated them in a way that will give you a little bit of a lisp. I'm like that. And so I I hear it as I'm talking today and I'm already beating myself up for it. And um, I'm going to leave this in because... I know you would give me so much grace. In fact, you might be cheering for me if you knew how many hours that I spend doing physical therapy as an adult, Um, years actually now, and how many surgeries I've had, and um, how much shame I've I've held over it, over all these years. And, And other people are like, oh, I could never tell, I would have never known. But nonetheless, it's, it's loud to me, you know, that, that sound right there, it's loud to me. And it, and there's some times that I, I feel like, especially with F, so, you know, these are the places that we as adults, after decades of therapy, and, and the ways that I am passionate about releasing people from these, and, and it's. It's still something that hangs on for me. What's funny is that I had two other (laughs) examples that I was going to use, and they were just two of many examples. I figured I'd come in with other examples in other episodes, but that's how these things sneak up on us. And the silly part of it is that I don't think anybody would think, oh, you know, sauce, she's she's okay. But yeah, she can't feel her bottom lip. So when she tries to say her Fs, she doesn't always get them right. And so she's she's not really worth that much. <laughs> and Yet, you know, there's this sense of oppression. I hear this. I hear the way it's coming out. And I, I'm trying so hard to fix it. And that's all I'm thinking about. And so then my mind is scattering because I am just hearing the echoing of the misplaced F sound. And I don't even then know what I'm talking about when really it's, it's only me. It's only me that's going through this massively scattery feeling That might even keep me from recording. Like so easily what would happen if I just stopped this recording and was like, nope, I can't do my F's today. So the end, we're not doing this. But we do this, right? We do this. So what I want you to think about is where in your life is there something, just one is good. I have lots and I think we all do, but we keep breaking free from them. And it's so amazing. Sometimes it will just allow us to live a little easier. Other times it will open up brand new opportunities for us that we thought we were on the outside of. You know, like I'm learning music late in life. I thought I was on the outside of it because I was criticized when I was younger. And now I'm Able to participate every day whenever I want, with into with in something that I love, and I will touch back into that another time because it's probably one of the most significant things that has shaped my life altogether. So, I am, I would say to you, where is it that you are held back and you might know right after? the top of your head what that is, but you also might not, but it, sh- it shows up in self-consciousness, right? It shows up in not wanting to do something. Whenever you feel like you want to do something really badly, but you just can't do it, check and see if, if there's something that is holding your worth, Do you think that you will be worth less if you don't come through in what you deem to be successful, whatever that is? It also shows up in the ways that you experience something. So I'm learning music, right? As I mentioned briefly, which is a longer story, as I said. But I decided to get a keyboard because I didn't understand music theory and I found it easier to learn on the keyboard than it was to learn on the guitar, and it's just a side it's a side hustle for me for music. It's just something I'm doing for my own edification. I'm not playing for anyone, but I love just seeing and hearing music come out of my own body in a way, if you can describe it that way. But once in a while, I start to hear this voice. There was one person who once told me that I didn't have rhythm when I was a lot younger. And to be fair, fair, I don't think I did even understand it because I didn't really even understand music. I didn't understand that there was... I didn't understand the difference between melody and rhythm. I didn't know um, what 4-4 timing was. I didn't know what an eight count was. All these things that you hear different people throw around, I was like, I have no idea what that means. And so to me, music, I, I really... I didn't know what that meant. So now you know that I understand a little bit, I will literally hear that one person's voice telling me that I don't have rhythm. I will sit down just to play some really simple piece and I'll turn the metronome on. You know the difference between doing something because you enjoy doing it and really, really taking in that experience and, what it feels like to create or contribute or connect with somebody while you're doing it. And those moments are like glorious, right? You're doing what you love to do. And that could be anything, really. For me, I'm talking about piano right now, but it could be hiking, painting, paintballing, (laughs) computer programming. I mean, I don't know why I'm listing everything, but whatever it is that you're doing, are you enjoying... Life experience of it? Or can an old voice bring in this real heavy, oppressive judgment? And most of the time, I can just enjoy what I'm doing. But also, often, I will realize that I'm putting my entire worth of my own humanness onto whether or not I can play a simple piano melody in time with the metronome. Because if I don't, then I do not have a rhythm, and that person was right, and I am therefore a bad person. (laughs) It is so funny that we, there's an F word that I heard again. So it's so interesting how it just snakes its way in to our own worthiness, even when we know better. It's just little pings, little pings of, oh, you did that wrong. Oh, oh, maybe they were right. Oh, you're not good enough. You shouldn't do this. You're on the outside. You're a disaster. And then it just goes subconsciously into deeper places and even though we show up quite put together and again helping other people know their worth little subtle things can come along for the ride and we either know it or we don't but we heed it and so for today i just i just ask you to come in so kindly and so compassionately as you listen to yourself, and you watch, and you notice when you're feeling oppressed, when you're not enjoying something, when you're striving, when you're trying to prove your worth, when you feel like you're not good enough, or that you're on the outside, or that someone's judging you, even when you're all by yourself, all by yourself saying Fs, all by yourself playing a little very mini piano piece, and I'm acting like I'm on stage um, at the opera house and I'm playing for thousands and thousands of people. And even if I was, my worth would not be based on that moment. So to honor these lives, to enjoy what we get to enjoy without feeling like we're, oh, just so pressured. Just see if you can come in with curiosity and enjoy what you're doing and enjoy what you have been given, your gifts. And if whether or not you're the best at something or not, if you're enjoying it, if you're connecting, if you're creating and contributing. But I think, I think there's so much to be learned and gathered up here, no matter how much we think we've got it on lock in the self-esteem department. Just see where this query takes you. Where is it that you've accidentally placed your worth for a little while? Where did that voice come from? Because it's not yours. It's not mine to you. It's probably spoken to you without thought thought likely by someone who doesn't remember saying it. And if they do, they were wrong. (laughs) And see, just sort of check, like, am I enjoying this moment in life? Do I know that my worth isn't based on this one particular time? Or if I can do this and separate yourself from it, very, very, very compassionately. And the awareness is the first part. And I guarantee that you can move away from it and into something that's so much more enjoyable and also has so much more opportunity. And we we don't, by the way, learn piano well when we are feeling pressured or scattered or judged. That's not like the best time And it's just when you relax into it that it becomes so much easier. And I likewise walk alongside you as you notice and release the holds that were placed unfairly on you at some point. And we also together can release others and watch, be mindful of the ways that we speak so as to not oppress someone else, you know? And one more thing that we can talk about at another time. Going back to when I said I was playing a little piano piece and how that was so different than being on stage at the opera house. Just be careful not to language yourself into a corner. (laughs) I made that up, that verbiage. But be careful of the way you word things in your own mind or as you tell other people. If I'm not careful, I will corner myself into being a little piano player without the ability to get that much better. So I think it's great to want to go after things and to improve and be all that you can be, but just not to put your worth or risk your emotional safety in the process. And also just to come full circle, I think we can be more vulnerable to these feelings or more susceptible to that kind of oppression of old voices from old voices when other things are also challenging. And as I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, me feeling tired lately, I think I am definitely more susceptible. And know that I'll be thinking of you also too ward off those voices and those old narratives, it dawns on me that I will be there saying my F's so I can say a good F you on your behalf when any of those voices are bothering you. And I would love for you to connect with me on Instagram. I'm at lorisase, L-O-R-I-S-A-S-E and also my website lorisase.com com. Um, Please sign up for my newsletter. There are also a few free resources around the site. And next week, I have a guest who gave the most touching interview. Jade Rossi will be on the podcast next week. So I will see you then. Take really good care. I will talk to you soon.